You're listening to Love Talk Live with the relationship expert, Jamie Bronstein, only on L.A. Talk Radio. Welcome to Love Talk Live. I'm your host, Jamie Bronstein, and today I have with me Nathan Malul. Welcome. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Thanks for doing the show. Thank you. I'm across, looking across the pond. Nathan is in Essex. That's right. That is exactly right. Yeah. If you can tell from his awesome accent. <laughs> thank you so much. Very flattering. Which you'll hear more of. Um, and Nathan is the host, creator, etc., of the blog Sunset Series. And you do, you want to tell us a little bit about that blog? It's essentially a blog about alternative content. So I like to give a voice to the voiceless. That's my personality. I like to essentially introduce a voice to topics that society feels uncomfortable addressing. Um, I also cover current news, current affairs, things in, um, things in the news that are generally happening so as to give people an update as to what's going on. But at the same time, I also write about topics that are passionate to me and my heart. I call it the Sunset Series because most of the topics that I write about are inspired by sunsets. That's where I get most of my ideas from. It's weird, it's wacky, it's crazy, it's spontaneous, but it's my passion. And that's what the whole website and blog is about. Well, we need to do what our passion is and follow our passion. So definitely do. not a lot of people, not everybody does it. So that's great that you're doing this. Thank you. Okay. So let's get into some questions. Um, you wanted to talk about what does I love you mean to a young person? And I'm, I'm so curious to hear what you have to say about that. Well, I love you to a young person. I think it could, it can mean many things. It can, you can say it as in a friendly way, like I love you as a person. I love you for being in my life, for coming into my life. It can be in a romantic way, as in I love you romantically. I, I love you. I love your heart. I love your soul. It can mean a lot of things, but it does create a sense of expectancy among young people. This, again, what I say is subjective. This is my viewpoint and people are free to disagree or agree with me. And that's, that's the whole point of this. But personally, from what I've experienced, I see I love you as, as a term that does create a sense of expectancy. Because if you say it, it's like you always have to say it. That's how young people kind of feel about it. Because to me, teens are more impressionable than adults. You, you know what I mean? They, they, they latch onto things more and they believe more. So when they, say, when they say I love you, they have to say it in terms of the volume, the amount of times you say it, so that it kind of sticks and it reassures them. So that, in that sense, it's good because you reassure your partner, you reassure them you love them and it's great and it's beautiful. It makes you feel all these butterflies and it's, it's just, it's magical. But at the same time, it can give you breathing space. It can also let your guard down because you say it so much. So you're like, I love you. I love you. I love you. Each time you say it, your guard gets lower. Mm -hmm. And that can sometimes lead you to almost devote yourself fully, but throw yourself into someone to an extent where you could lose yourself. So saying I love you, I feel like it can carry a burden. But at the same time, I think it's also beautiful. And it does need to be said. And teens nowadays are scared to say it because of a lot of cultures, because of um, a lot of societal pressures that I feel could be eradicated by saying it more, by normalizing this term. 
and we're well, normalizing more than it already is but i feel like teens should let themselves say it more often and not be afraid to say it mm. because well i love it and it sounds like what your message is also is that if you have something to say you should say it and at the same time you don't want to say it unless it's really authentic right Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. No, don't say it just because you feel like, oh, I'm in a relationship. That means I have to say I love you. Right. Uh, there's a YouTuber I watch quite a lot. Um, he's called Mike Malak. He's a, he's a YouTuber who's friends with Logan Paul and he's got a girlfriend called Lana Rhodes. Um, she's a famous adult actress. And he, in the beginning stages of their relationship, I noticed he didn't say it. And he didn't, he didn't say it for a prolonged period of time. And she kept on saying, I love you but he never felt like, okay, I need to say this, this is forced. And it came naturally and it's organic. And I feel like that's a healthy message. You don't have to say it just because someone else has said it. Say it when your heart tells you to say it. That's the main thing. Exactly. And if you have something to say, like we were saying before, say it because you never want to look back and wish that you would have said, I love you. And then it's too late. So I'm not saying if somebody's dying, but in a relationship, you know, then it, it might end and you're just, you wish you would have expressed how you felt because maybe they didn't know how you felt and then ended. So the message is say what you have to say. And when yeah. you say it, make sure it's authentic. Exactly. Heart and soul. Perfect. Okay. So how do you think dating apps are affecting young people these days? It, it, it depends on what dating apps uh, we choose and we talk about. We all choose different apps to go on and they all can affect you in different ways. Some work for people, some don't work for people. I'm, I feel like dating apps, to an extent, they do move society forward. They do move teens forward to find people that they match with. So like, for example, Tinder and Bumble, they are apps that, that make you feel like, okay, I'm matching with someone that I genuinely like. You look through their profile, you look through their bio, you look through what they're like and you feel like, okay, yeah, I vibe with this person. Like this person's cool. I can see myself with this person or I can see myself going on the date or relationship or friends with benefits or whatever this might be. It doesn't matter what it is. You like this person and that's what dating apps do. They, they match you with people you like. So you don't have to waste your time. You don't have to think, okay, maybe they don't like me. Maybe, they, maybe this, maybe that. If they match you, it's reciprocated. And that's perfect. And that's great. That is amazing. Though the only setback I think, well, maybe not the only. So again, some people may disagree with this, but I feel like the, one of the main setbacks that dating apps have is the fact that it's behind a screen. See, I'm, an, I'm more of an old soul. I'm more of a confident old soul who will go out in public and like, if I find a girl attractive, I'll say, hey, what's up? I'm Nath, uh, I think you're beautiful. Would you like to go on a date? Or would you like to go for a drink? Or would you like to hang out? If she says no, she says no. You get rejected in life, that's, that's natural. But with dating apps, it's behind a screen. It can lead people to be keyboard warriors. It can lead to a mask of confidence. And then in person, that's the only time when they really break the fourth wall and you actually see what they're like. I've had this experience many times. I've, I've, been, I've been on Tinder, I've been on Bumble, and I've talked to people and they essentially gave off this mask. They gave off this confident mask, say whatever they want, say this, say that. Then in person, they're really shy. And then they're like, hi. Um, yeah. Um, and it's like, okay, 
you're shy, but what happened to this personality I saw over text? What happened to this person? And it's, it's different. And sometimes it may lead you to feel disconnected from that person based off of the fact that they change. Well, it sounds like what you're saying and what I agree with and I always teach people is it's better to meet sooner than later because you don't want to get all excited about somebody and then it turns out that there's not the chemistry or there's somebody that you thought you thought they were different. So it's better to just meet instead of like going back and forth and back and forth and spending hours of your life devoted yeah. to this person and, you know, getting all like, ooh, maybe this is not, you know. Just meet the person in person because then you know that it's exactly. not the right person. Exactly. Though I also understand the other side of the argument where some people feel anxious. Sometimes it's anxiety that comes in and they have to stick to phones because they don't feel comfortable meeting you in person. If it's a mental health perspective, I completely understand. That's absolutely fine. Right. Though if you feel like you can do it, if there's no barrier or reason for you to hold back, ask to meet up go for a drink, get to know each other in person. When people, I've received messages from, from girls when they're like, let's get to know each other. And I usually say, okay, let's get to know each other in person. Let's okay. go for a drink. Let's go for a date. Let's go whatever in person. And yeah. you, the response is, uh, it's, can we stick to text? Can we stick to, can we stick to the phone? I feel like that's a generational thing. I don't, I don't know. I feel like yeah. it's a generational well, I love that you're like being this leader in the let's meet in person thing because the truth is that, you know, I'm a big energy person and yes. people aren't aware of this, but there's something that happens. People call it chemistry. People call it energy. Something that happens when you are in person with somebody, they can be perfect on paper and you might have had some Zooms or phones and whatever until you're in person with that person. You don't know how you're going to energetically feel and energetically vibe. Yes. So I love that you're being an advocate for the in-person meeting. <laughs> I love that. And I also love that you advocate spirituality and, action, and that connection because not many people do. People feel like spirituality, chemistry is, kind of, is like a bygone subject. It's underrated. It's just something that's just, I don't know, like oh, spirituality, whatever. But it's so important. And I, I feel like you, you and I both vouch for that. And it's, it's incredible when you feel that chemistry, when you really educate yourself on spirituality and chemistry, regardless of what you believe in, if you believe it's real or fake, it doesn't matter. At least you're educated on it. You'll see what it really feels like in person. And it's absolutely magical. It is. And it feels so different than just a surface connection, right? For sure. Definitely. Yes. You are so way beyond your years. It's scary. <laughs> <laughs> you are like, if there's a, there should be a new definition for the word old soul, because you're like the elder soul or the older soul. I don't even know what you are. My mother would heartily disagree with you, but I appreciate that. <laughs> we'll get her on the show one day. Oh, God. Oh, that's going to be a cold day in hell. Oh, Lord. That would be cute. Like a, a mother and son show. <laughs> and then we can get my, my five-year-old Noah on the show, my son. That would be perfect. <laughs> okay. So let's talk about the importance of communication. Let's, let's, school, let's school the younger people about what you have to say about communication. All right. School the young people. Let's do it. So... Communication is it's, self-explanatory. You have to communicate. Communication is the foundation of any healthy relationship, friendship, situationship, if you're Will Smith. I don't know if we can say that. Yeah, <laughs> but, it's a thing. Yeah, it's the foundation of everything that builds. And if you don't have communication, 
I have to be honest, the likelihood is I don't think it will work. The communication aspects of a relationship is paramount to trust, to happiness, to security, to peace of mind. It's, it's something that brings people closer together, scientifically proven as well. Couples who communicate, couples who can really lay out in the open and lay everything on the table and say, hey, I'm feeling bad about this. And your partner says, okay, let's sit down. Let's have a talk. I'm here for you. I love you. Let's work through this together and we'll find a conclusion and sort this out. And we'll move forward together as a happy, healthy couple. And remember, I love you. That, that to me is incredible. But to find people that are that forward and that mature enough to do that at such a young age is, is rare. It, not a lot of people do that. People claim to be like that, but truth is a lot of people aren't. Though I hope me explaining this will give them some insight. But yes, it's, the discussion is not limited. If you communicate, anything is on limits and anything can be discussed, anything can be open and a conclusion can be found instantly. I feel like that is, that's incredible. You can communicate, and find a conclusion you don't have to sleep off you don't have to say give me the night to think or whatever if you need the night to think fair enough but as long as you reach something by the morning or the next day that's the most important so communication communication is everything if you want to move forward and you want to be healthy you want to be happy truly communicate lay it all out in the open even if it scares you even if it makes you uncomfortable, even if it's weird or wacky, or you might think, ah, oh, but what if he thinks of me in that way? Or what if she thinks of me in that way? Forget it. Forget that. If they're with you, they love you. They accept you. Realize that and move forward and trust them because they are going to reciprocate your trust. As much as you trust them, they will trust you and you'll be able to communicate in a really healthy manner. So beautiful, so articulate and beautiful and inspirational. I would like to add to the people, you know, you just brought up, some people are scared. They don't want to say something because what's the outcome going to be? Will he break up with me if I say how I truly feel? And what I like to offer to people, and this is a spiritual concept, is the concept of having no attachment to the outcome, staying as neutral as possible. That way, You have no expectations. You're making no assumptions. If it doesn't work out, it's not meant to be. If that person can't accept what you have to say coming from your heart, then that's not the right person for you. So just to kind of stay neutral and have no um, grasp, no like tight hold on the outcome. Because the truth is that if you aren't open and honest in a relationship, then it's never going to be authentic and sustainable It's never going to last anyway. I totally agree with you. I love that you brought up that point about expectation. That's actually a point I had in the back of my head that I forgot about. So thank you. Um, But yes, I completely vouch with you on on that. Expectancy often leads to disappointment. That's one thing I've realized, especially with young people. Young people watching this need to realize when you start expecting things, you essentially, you open your heart. You open your heart more and more and more and more. And Each time you say, okay, maybe I want to go out and kiss someone. Maybe I want to go out and do this. Or maybe I want to go out and do that. Or I want to tell my partner this. or I want to tell my partner that. 
each time you expect something and you expect a result because of that, you're opening your heart and you're leaving yourself vulnerable to that. When there's no need, just go into it open-minded, whatever happens, happens, especially if it's with someone you trust, a partner, you don't need to have expectation. Trust them. You love them. They love you. No expectation needed. And just trust that whatever's going to happen is supposed to happen or whatever's not supposed to happen is not supposed to happen. Just trusting. Exactly. Trust in yourself and in your partner and anyone around you. And trust in the universe. Of course. Okay. So let's talk about why do you think that young women are losing trust in young men? Young, mm, there's quite a few reasons. Um, It's hard to filter through them, but um, there's right now, currently um, in, in England, especially, I don't know if, if this is massive in the U S this term, Uh, am, am I allowed to swear or? Yes, you can. Okay. So, Essentially, it's a uh, fuckboy culture. So a fuckboy, a term is, the term fuckboy is addressed to a man who essentially uses women to charm them, to bring them in, to reel them in, to give them a sense of security and say, like, I, I care for you. I'm always here for you. I, your feelings are my priority, yada, yada, yada. And their only motive is to get their hand in the girl's pants. And that's it. And that once they hit it, they quit it. And that's the term given to young, young men who only purely look for sex and disrespect women in the process. So this, the, the term, the culture is quite prominent in the UK. There's um, a lot of women feel most men are fuckboys or some men are fuckboys. Maybe I'm going to get slated for saying most men, but. Um, some men though I feel like this is quite this is quite a prominent thing with with girls what generally I see tend to happen because girls sometimes they come to me for advice and they're like I've been brokenhearted by this boy or I've been left by this boy or this that this that I say to them how did it begin and usually what tends to happen is there was a good guy in the beginning a good guy who's nice, who's kind, who's a nice guy. And then a bad boy comes along. The bad boy is someone that she's attracted to because he represents danger. He represents spontaneity, adventurousness, all of this good stuff. And she falls for him and she chooses to fall for him. She gets her heart broken by this guy because he's hit it and quit it and he leaves. And then after he leaves, the girl normally says, where are all the good guys? What happened to the to the Nathans in the world? <laughs> to the Nathans. Thank what you. happened to the Nathans? Oh, what happened to us? Rare breed. <laughs> but yes, these these nice guys are left in the dark. And then girls complain as to where the nice guys are when they're brokenhearted. But really, they were always there. They were always there. They just chose to fall for a bad guy. But again, that's human instinct you can't help who you fall for. And that's understandable. That's completely understandable. I think why, why teenage women are also losing trust in men is also the fact that men constantly play facades. They play characters. They choose which personality they want to be and women can't really trust that. 
this tends to happen quite a lot. I've seen in my experience, um, some people I've associated myself with, some people I've met in my life, they appear to be different people every time I go out with them. And it's like, hang on, weren't you like super confident before? Weren't you like super shy before or something like that? And now you're just, now you're this person. Like, what happened to, what's, what's going on here? Like, and it's confusing. And it's even confusing for me. So it will be just as confusing for women. So that's why also they can't trust men. It's a game of charades. Charades, charades. Oh, God knows. <laughs> potato, tomato. Potato, tomato. Potato, potato. Yeah. But I think what, what men can do moving forward, it's good to talk about it, but I feel like a solution is needed. Again, importance of communication. You need to find a solution to everything. Can't just lay it out. You need to find a solution. So solution, I think, could be men, men need to really know who they are before they give themselves to someone else, before they start making promises like, I'll always be there for you, or I'll always do this, or I'll always do that, or I really care about you, and yada yada, charming, charming, prince charming, all that. Know who you are. Know what you stand for, what you represent. As a person, as a human, as a man, know who you are. Because that will carry you forward, and women will be accustomed to that. And they won't think, wait, is he like, does he want me for this, or does he want me for that, or does he this, does he that? Men, communicate what you want. If you want a relationship, say, I want a relationship with you. If you want this woman for sex, say, I just want to have sex with you. The woman will respect that. In the long run, she will respect that, even in the short term, because you're open, you're honest. And that sense of integrity to actually come forward and say, these are my intentions. This is what I want with you. This is it. The woman will say, thank you for communicating. Thank you for telling me. I don't want it with you or I want it with you. And that's it. Move forward. Enjoy your life together. Yada, yada. Happy days. So communication. Communicate it with each other. Stop playing characters. Stop trying to be someone else. Stick to who you are. Your true self. Don't play games. Women as well. This doesn't just go for men. Women as well. This also happens with women. Women do play men. Men do play women. So the same advice goes. Yeah. And if everyone was just authentic and who they are, there would not have to be any games. And if everyone was not playing into their insecurities, there wouldn't need to be games either. Unfortunately. And I wanted to say something about the bad boy. So, and I don't know if this would apply to a younger person, but research has shown that women go for bad boys for, I think for two reasons. One is because they want to help them. They want to be the one who saves them or like, you know, let's say a bad boy is a a, a druggie and just this recluse. There's this thing that girls have inside. Actually, young girls, doesn't matter how old you are, that you want to be the one that's going to change them, let's say. So a lot of girls want that. You know, do you see that? They're drawn to that. Yes, they're drawn to that. It's, it's like they represent something new. They represent something that's like, it's spontaneous, it, it's adventurous, it's crazy. And all these nice guys are there to compliment them and they're there to just reassure them and they're there to be kind. But really, they're not just there for that. They're there to show you love. They're, show, they're there to show you appreciation. They're not, there's this whole thing as well around, and young people know what I'm talking about, you might as well, 
um, simps. So there's this term simp. It's essentially a man who does everything for a woman and he's essentially subject to the woman's desires and everything the woman wants he does for her. And I'm not talking, I'm not saying like literally get down on your knees and tie her shoelaces every time she says it. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying, forget simp, forget simp culture, be a kind man, be generous, be a gentleman, show love to someone, say, hey, I think you look beautiful today. I love your hair today. What did you do? I love, the, I love your outfit. Black really suits you. Pink really suits you. Whatever. Compliment. That's it. Be kind. But with bad boys, you're right. It does, it does draw them in. But is that toxic? Is the question. So toxic. And another reason why women go for bad guys, and this is a subconscious thing, is sometimes, so women would not realize this, but going for a bad guy, a bad guy is not available. And so being in a relationship or a situationship with a bad guy, you don't really have the opportunity for a relationship to really happen. So maybe subconsciously some women, young ladies, it's almost like a safe thing because then they don't have to really be vulnerable and really get into a relationship and have that, have their heart really seen because yes. it can't really happen. So it's almost like keeping them safe. If you're in a relationship or situationship with a bad, with a bad boy, it's not really real anyway. So what I would recommend to young women is to acknowledge that and do the work to love yourself Definitely. and to be really ready, to get ready to have a real relationship where you are going to be seen and heard because you deserve to be seen and heard and to be truly loved. I definitely agree with you. Being vulnerable may be a scary thing, but eventually you're going to be ready for it. Your heart's going to say to you, you know what? Let's get into a relationship. Let's do it. Let's, let's fall in love. Let's trust someone. Let's do it. Your heart is going to tell you that eventually. But in the meantime, in the lead up to that, know yourself. You're absolutely right. I love that you said that. Know yourself. Get to know your heart. It's one of the things to a pers to personal development. And if there is anybody out there watching this and it seems like you're ready and you want to do the work to learn how to love yourself, call me or call yeah. me. <laughs> or any of us. We're here to help. Yes. <laughs> um, okay. Well, we're going to wrap up. Is there anything else that you feel called to share, inspire the viewers with? Oh, um, be spontaneous is, I think, my main advice. Be spontaneous. To a lot of young people, it seems like a strange world. It seems like a lot of men are out there to hurt you. A lot of men are out there to break your heart. They're not. It's the people you associate yourself with. It's the people you surround yourself with. It's vibes. It's energy. If, if you want to attract a good person and you want good vibes and you want a person who treats you right, you have to manifest that, put that out in the world, be spontaneous, go on crazy dates by yourself, go on crazy dates with someone else. There is no shortcut to finding someone good. There is no shortcut to finding the love of your life or your soulmate or anything you believe in. Unfortunately, the truth of the matter is, it's trial and error. It's hit and miss. You are going to get your heart broken. You are going to have tearless nights. Go down to the shop, buy some cookies, buy some donuts. It'll be fine. Don't worry. I've been there. I've done that. And eventually, you will find someone who will truly make you feel butterflies. 
and it's going to be a golden moment and you will thank yourself for all those crazy days and dates that you went on and dates with guys and each person taught you something about what you really want to see inside. That's so the key. The key to add on is to make sure that you are looking back and reflecting and seeing what did I learn from, whether it was a, a, a two date relationship, a two month, a two year, what did I learn? And you take it with you. And it's all this ammunition so that you can be showing up and ready for the one eventually. For sure, for sure. exactly. Live and learn, live and learn. Wonderful. Well, Nathan, so how can people find you, communicate with you, ask you questions? You can, you can find me to find me on Instagram. My Instagram is at Nathan Malul, N-A-T-H-A-N, Malul, M-E-L-L-U-L-E. So I'm always available on there. I'm open, my DMs are open. My profile's open. Message me, whatever. If you want to talk to me, we'll set up a call, set up a FaceTime, anything you need. I'm always here for you. And my email, uh, if, you, if you need me, is NathanMJournalist at gmail.com. And your Sunset Series blog is on your Instagram or website? It's, uh, it's on my Instagram. You'll find the link on my Instagram. It's in my bio. Don't be surprised if you get some young ladies that are sliding into your DM. <laughs> you just said it's open. So. It's open. It's open. It's not just for communication and to help people. It's also for ladies if you want to slide in. Slide <laughs> away into the DM. Slide away. <laughs> uh, and as always, everyone can contact me at therelationshipexpert.com. And my Instagram is therelationshipexpert. No Ian expert, just X. Thank you, Nathan. I hope you have a wonderful evening. Thank you so much for joining us today. You are extraordinary. Thank you so much for having me. It was a pleasure. Thank you. Thanks so much. And thank you, everybody, for tuning in to Love Talk Live. Catch us next week. Have a great week, everyone. You're listening to Love Talk Live with the relationship expert, Jamie Bronstein, only on LA Talk Radio.